name's Ash, and I'm a queer witch, an astrologer, and a flower essence creator. I'm here to help you be your real radical self. Let's do the inner work so we can do the outer work collectively. Hey everyone, I'm coming to you this week with a Capricorn season 2020 forecast and I'm going to apologize right off the bat that the audio on this isn't going to be as good as the last couple episodes I have had. I've been having a little bit of a computer issue over the last couple of weeks and this is part of the reason why I didn't put out an an email or a podcast last week. So I appreciate your, you know, your patience and flexibility with me as I make all of this content for you. Maybe someday I'll be able to get ahead of the game and, you know, record this stuff further out, but that hasn't been the reality for me this year for a lot of reasons. Anyway, hoping to get the issue remedied uh, in the next couple of weeks. I don't have a ton of announcements today. My books are officially closed, so I will be coming back with my uh, new natal chart reading offering and all of the other new offerings I have for readings on January 12th, and you'll be able to start booking those appointments in the coming days, so you can find all of that info at ashgravity.com if you're interested in booking a reading with me. I also recently relaunched my Authentic and Practical Astrology class, and that is something that you can buy and start learning astrology, how to use astrology in a practical way right away um, at ashgravity.com under the Learn tab, and I'll have links to that in the show notes too. So all of that aside, I'm recording this on December 20th, And tomorrow is a big day in astrology, December 21st, which is maybe when you're listening to this. And part of the reason is, for one thing, it's the beginning of Capricorn season. So the sun enters Capricorn on December 21st in the early hours of the morning in central time where I live. This is just hours before Saturn and Jupiter make the great conjunction and initiate us into the age of air. Now, you maybe have heard about people talking about the age of air, that the age of Aquarius is starting, you know, all of this different stuff. And whatever you want to call it, it is a big event. And I want to break it down so that you're not confused about what it is that we're moving into here. So Saturn and Jupiter make a conjunction every 20 years. And this event, this transit, represents a moment of cultural shift. This one is significant for many reasons. For one, it's the closest conjunction we've had since 1623 and the closest observable conjunction we've had since 1226. It's also happening at zero degrees Aquarius right at the beginning of the sign of Aquarius, which represents a brand new beginning. And on top of that, for the last 200 years, the conjunctions between Jupiter and Saturn have happened in Earth signs, while this one is happening in an air sign, which is Aquarius. So whatever you want to call it, it is the beginning of a new age. And whatever that is, it's not going to be, you know, that everybody wakes up on December 21st and is holding hands and singing the song, you know, this is the dawning of, you get the idea, that's not the reality. And I think that we all know that, or at least I hope that we all know that. 
And we've actually already had a little bit of a preview into Saturn in Aquarius. And that was when Saturn was in Aquarius between March 21st and July 1st, 2020. So one of the things that I've been telling my clients is to look back to that part of the year and how was your life different at that point in time? How was the structure of your life different at that point in time? And that might give you a little bit of a preview into what to expect in the next couple of years because Saturn will remain in Aquarius until March 7th, 2023. So... I think it's important as we are moving into Capricorn season with this, you know, huge mark of the shift between Capricorn Earth energy and Aquarius air energy back to 2008 when Pluto entered Capricorn and in 2018 when Saturn entered Capricorn. And remember that Capricorn is an Earth sign. It's steady. It's uh, heavy. It is really a very structured sign. It's like linear ways of thinking, steps by step kind of approach to things. So since 2018 especially, we've been asked to look at the way outdated ideas of power have ruled our lives in the streets, in the sheets, or in our intimate relationships, and in our own perception of ourselves. This Capricorn season, we are asked to reckon with all that we have learned in the last few years and face the facts about where the gremlins of patriarchy continue to let us doubt ourselves and our potential. It's important to know that Saturn is at home or otherwise referred to as in its domicile in Capricorn and Aquarius, but Saturn in Aquarius is the descent from the top of the mountain into the spaces where we find and gather with other people. Where Capricorn is that traditional kind of business-minded focus, Aquarius is technology and innovation and computers. And where Capricorn is all about building the foundation for organizing for a better world or for the earth, Aquarius really takes that and brings in the people to that movement. So Capricorn season is often a time of goal setting and I'm a Capricorn sun. I love goal setting and the new year is honestly one of my favorite, favorite times of year. I know some people who are witches don't really celebrate the turn of the year at the new Gregorian calendar year, but I've always just really loved this time of year because I love setting goals for myself. This time of year can often be when we're thinking about our vision of ourselves and who we want to be and the future we want to achieve. It's a time for setting the standard for the work we want to accomplish in the year ahead. But how can we set standards this year when everything we've used as a ruler has gone out the window? While this time of year is often centered around setting personal goals, I think this year the invitation is to think about our collective goals. What do we want to accomplish as a collective in the next two years? What do we want to accomplish in the next 20 years? What do we want to accomplish in the next 200 years? There's a lot to think about here, and I invite you to 
you know, continue to set your goals for yourself, but also broaden it out into the people around you and the people that you're working with. What are the goals that you would like to see us all achieve together? I like to break the sun sign seasons down by weeks, and this one broke out into really nice, uh, very structured weeks in a very Capricorn kind of fashion. But I just wanted to make sure that you knew that if you're overwhelmed by, you know, hearing all of this information all at once, or you want to go back and check on different dates that I mentioned, you can find all of that at my blog at ashgravity.com. And you can read the whole forecast and you can always return to that. And if you're not already on my email list, I send out weekly forecasts that include all of this information too. So if you want to get an email directly to you, head over to ashgravity.com and hit subscribe. So in the first week of Capricorn season, December 21st to 27th, we're already getting that new year feeling and that desire to set intentions and goals for the year ahead. We want to grow and expand and change, just like we always do. But with Jupiter, the planet of growth, sidled up to Saturn, the planet of rules and boundaries, we know that we can't be quite as optimistic as we would like to be. And we might be a little jaded because Jupiter was in its fall in the sign of Capricorn all of last year. So that feeling of optimism is like a little foreign and nerve wracking. It's probably feels, you know, not practical to set a lot of grandiose goals. And Instagram and Facebook are still flooding us with ads for weight loss and everyone's list of 2020 accomplishments, all of these things that they were still able to pull off even with a global pandemic. It can be hard not to get wrapped up in an old mindset around like, this year is the year that I'm going to figure my whole life out. You might start to feel a little anxious or nervous, and you could feel like you're losing track of time and you have no idea how to plan for the future because what will the future even look like? Saturn is square to revolutionary change maker Uranus at the beginning of Capricorn season. And I think this is really interesting because Saturn is the traditional ruler of Aquarius and it's in its own sign. And Uranus is the modern ruler of Aquarius. And to me, this really represents two ways of approaching innovation and change. This energy makes us want to do something, like anything, <laughs> new and exciting. And we feel like we're maybe spinning our wheels, simultaneously craving a stable foundation and desperately wanting to pave a new way forward. Among more progressive groups, there might also be friction around how can we create a revolution do we have to do it through incremental steps or do we need to take bolder action? Is the bolder action too much? Does it ostracize people who would potentially be on our team? Or is it necessary and do we need to make people a little bit uncomfortable? Both Uranus and Saturn are in fixed signs here. So both sides think that they're really completely right and not very interested in listening to the other one at this point in time. But we're also moving in a direction with the North Node in Gemini where we need to be making space for people to make choices and change their minds. And that's going to be part of the tension in the month ahead. On December 23rd, Mars is moving through the final degrees of Aries, where Mars has been sitting cozy since June 27th, 2020. It's been a long, long, long 
lifetime of actions coming from self-interest. And on this day, Mars makes a square to Pluto and Capricorn, highlighting generational and intergenerational conflict around what counts or qualifies as selfish behavior. Boundaries are required to show care, and that's in the way we act as well as the way we communicate. With so many opinions about what or who is right on December 25th, we need to be tactful and controlled in our communication. Hurt can easily come with your words with Mercury and Capricorn, Square Chiron, and Aries. And while we want to change someone else's opinion, sometimes the best way to make an impact is to show the work we have done and how we have changed rather than trying to force an idea on someone else. At the same time, like I said, there needs to be that space for people to find a new perspective and change their mind and muddle through all of the work. But better days for these conversations exist in the weeks ahead. So rather than giving people assignments or trying to fix them, indulge in some familiar comforts and don't get caught up in the mind war. Recognize that you are changing and the people you love are changing and the people you don't like are changing and everyone is moving with their bodies and their hearts and their minds. While it might not always be in the direction you think they need to go, people also need space for slow growth. So here, look at yourself to start with. What have you learned about the power struggles within you? How can you start a revolution within yourself? And how can you continue the work you've been doing on your own? This internal work will set things in motion on January 14th when Uranus stations direct. In the second week of Capricorn season, between December 28th and January 3rd, we begin the week with a full moon in Cancer, inviting us to reflect on all we had to let go of in the last three years. The eclipse cycle in Capricorn and Cancer ended in July 2020, and this is the first major lunation we've had in Cancer since July 13th, 2018 that wasn't an eclipse. As you look into the mirror and gaze on yourself, where can you honor and expose the work you did in that time? Where can you shed any tears over what was lost, even if it's just behind closed doors? In this act of vulnerability, you open the gateway to imagination. Speak your dreams and your fears and let the possibilities of the future wash over you. Something is complete within you and without you. As the week progresses, Venus in Sagittarius makes a square to Neptune, inviting us to let go of or reconnect to dreams from the past. We need to hold space for the impossible dream or vision in a world of restriction. We feel pulled in new and different directions, and the new year asks us to prioritize an adventure, but how? Time has changed our dreams and our ability to move and change our mind and explore all the world has to offer. Our dreams have changed, and so have we. The sense of completion that comes up at this full moon could feel like grief, it could feel vulnerable or sensitive, it could also feel exciting and scary and maybe like something that you want to hold closely to yourself and not necessarily share with anyone else right away. But when the moon enters Leo on January 1st and kicks off that first day of 2020, 20, 2021, we try to seek a practical approach to achieving that adventure. But we also want to make space for our desires to express ourselves and express like what the heart wants in a safe way. So whether that's like writing it down or talking to somebody about it, but it's really important to 
just not judge the desires of the heart at this time and not get so caught up in like, oh, that's not practical, you know, but just like honor everything that's coming up around this turn of the year. In the third week of Capricorn season between January 4th and 10th, Mars is at 29 degrees Aries, an anoretic degree, and we finally are moving out of that six-month period where Mars has been in Aries. But we also might feel like everyone is acting more selfishly than they ever have. Mercury will be conjunct Pluto, and news about death and power will inform how we will move forward. There's a feeling of optimism that is subdued by restrictions from Saturn in Aquarius, coupled with anger towards people who seem to only be acting in their own best interest. In fact, we are all acting in our own best interest. It's just that some of us have other people in mind at the same time. The moon is in Virgo here at the beginning of the week, and how we will manage health concerns requires a collective effort. There is indeed a right way to act and a wrong one, but not everybody wants to hear that. People have ambitions, things they want to achieve, and you are one of them. There's nothing wrong with ambition as long as we don't trample over others in the process. On January 6th, Mars finally enters Taurus, and aren't we all happy about that? At least we can take action in a different way for the first time in six months, even if it means we have to leave some people behind. Differences in our relationships are highlighted. Boundaries around technology need to be enforced, with so many of us more reliant on our devices and platforms for work, education, and pleasure than ever before, as we return from the holidays where we might have had a taste of freedom from the screens we're so bound to, the struggle to balance our connected time is paramount. It's the last quarter moon in Libra at the middle of this week, and we're entering into the darkest part of the moon cycle. We want to maintain harmony, but might feel like we're sacrificing more than we'd like to in order to get necessary work done. It's hard to listen to others when we have to stay focused on our work and thinking 10 steps ahead of any impending calamities. The way we think and the way we act just can't seem to sync up and we might feel like settling into la-la land to avoid it all. Mercury enters Aquarius and Venus enters Capricorn on January 8th, and it's time to face some facts. We don't know how to feel, but we sure know how to think and logic our way through things, don't we? And this tension between thinking and feeling and which one's better and which one's right and, you know, being so focused on like the mental approach to things is going to be a huge part of the age of air and this transition that we're moving through right now. The good news is that there are people we can work with who share similar viewpoints and goals, and we look for each other once again through those devices that are never far from our hands. The direction we all need to move in requires space for change and growth, so we can't all always be right, and we can't all always be wrong. It's kind of freeing when you think about it that way. In short, we are all going to fail, and that's part of changing and growing. So have some fun with it, because on June 8th, Venus and Mars are also trying to each other, which gives us the ability to overcome any obstacle with the support of our friends and the things we love to do. In the final week of Capricorn season, from January 11th to 19th, it's the week ahead of the inauguration in the United States, and it feels surreal. It's a new year, it really is, but there are some things we can't seem to move on from from 2020. 
Changes happening all around us, which is exciting and we try to be optimistic, but we don't want to be so optimistic that we ignore or erase the pain that people are going through, especially as conflicts emerge. There's an old way of acting that causes harm and abuses power. There's a new way of acting that tries to do better, but struggles to release itself from old viewpoints. Inspired and innovative work is a requirement, and it starts with people. The way we relate, the way we communicate, and the way we're willing to admit when we are wrong or have caused pain. There's a new moon in Capricorn on January 12th, and it's a time to set intention for the work you want to do. And I don't mean work like punching in and punching out and eventually just burning out. I mean work that requires you to recognize the power and agency you do have in your life. Rather than pulling yourself up by your bootstraps, pulling yourself up out of the dumps of 2020. Loving yourself as you are while simultaneously holding yourself accountable for the changes you want to make in your life. Uranus stations direct in Taurus on January 14th. It's challenging Saturn and Jupiter in Aquarius, as well as the moon in Mercury, which is forcing us to break away from our rigid foundation and structure. Mars in Taurus is playing in the pool with Uranus at this time, allowing us to break through in an unexpected way. Uranus has been retrograde since August 15th, holding us back from some of this upheaval and change. I think that this will maybe have something to do with maybe some of the conversations that are happening around antitrust related to technology, like Facebook. I also think that some of this could have to do with the vaccines that have been coming out. In short, there is a lot of work that needs to be done, and we have to do it together. The change we desire begins between you and the people around you. I hope you enjoyed this Capricorn season 2020 forecast, and I look forward to sharing more astrology forecasts and astrology content with you on my podcast, my YouTube channel, through my email newsletter, and over on Instagram. If you're not following me already, it's at Ash Gravity. I'd love to see you and connect with you over there. And I look forward to, you know, talking to you more in 2021 with all of the big shifts and changes that we have coming in the year ahead. I know there's always going to be a lot to talk about with astrology. So I think the biggest thing that has really been coming to me when I'm doing my readings and even when I'm just thinking about things for myself is that we always want to know what's going to happen. We always want to have a plan for how to move forward. But I don't think any of us really predicted that 2020 was going to go quite exactly like it did this year. And it's okay, you know. We, when we make decisions, there's always so much pressure for some people to make the right decision. Not wanting to lose out on an option or miss out on something. One of the things I've learned from my work with astrology is that you're not missing out on anything. It's all happening. It's all happening for all of us. And you're exactly where you need to be. So I hope that you hold that with you as you move into the year ahead and just be aware that you're doing what you're supposed to. So thank you so much for listening and I'll talk to you next time.